home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Diamondbacks front office focus with Wolf and Luke. Presented by Gettle Air Conditioning and Plumbing. G-O-E-T-T-L. It'll keep you cool, but it's hard to spell. Gettle.com. Oh, D-backs get the split yesterday with the Dodgers. This weird five-game series against the Dodgers. They still have another one tonight and then tomorrow in L.A. Madison Bumgarner on the mound against Dustin May. Nearly got the sweep yesterday, Wolf. They were close to pulling off the doubleheader sweep of the Dodgers. Joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line is D-back Senior Vice President and Assistant GM Amiel Sade. Amiel, how's it going today? It's going all right. Good to have a win last night. Finally get a win at Dodger Stadium. That was, uh, that was a long and uh, tough day after, uh, after the uh, early morning game. Yeah, can you talk to us about the Amiel? I, I know that the way you lost that first game, it's just brutal in the eighth inning right there after having a four-run lead and then, of course, losing it and losing the game overall 6-5. Why did that one seem to leave more of a mark than anything else this year? Yeah, I mean, I think it's because it's the Dodgers, and I think obviously we're, we, um, we've we done well this year against um, some of the other premier teams in, in the National League. We've handled the Phillies. We you know we took two or three from the Braves when they came in here. Um, obviously, have done, um, you know, went out and played the White Sox really well, swept the White Sox, have done our, our um, uh, done well against the Giants. And then, uh, you know, the Dodgers, we just, we've struggled this year and we've, um, we need to get over that hump against the Dodgers and the Padres. And obviously yesterday going into, uh, going into the eighth inning, you know, feeling somewhat, somewhat good about where we were. Caleb threw a really good two innings, came back out in the eighth and still had a pretty decent lead. And, um, you know, just the way it kind of unraveled, um, it was tough. And then knowing that you got to turn around and play a game at night, um, two or three hours later, I'll give credit to Tori and the, and the team for just buckling down and Trey Jameson stepping up at night and, and giving us what we needed. And, and the offense, uh, you know, actually putting some runs, uh, runs across uh, some insurance runs later in the game. And, um, so yeah, that one, that one stung because it was, it's at Dodger stadium and we wanted to win our first game at Dodger stadium this year. And we had it in, you just got to do the little things right. Talking to D-backs, uh, Senior Vice President, Assistant GM, Amiel Sade. Amiel, you mentioned Dre Jameson, and we had him on the show last week, talked to him, and it was very interesting, some of the stuff he said, being you know, roommates with Ryan Nelson and then going out and having a similar Major League debut against the Padres like Ryan Nelson did. But when you look at Dre Jameson, you're looking at a guy that had a, a, an ERA right around 7 at, at AAA, and yet through two starts in the majors, he's got a 1.38 ERA. He's undefeated. He's 2-0 against the Padres and Dodgers of all teams teams what 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 is going on here well i think um, one thing we've always talked about and we, we've kind of learned since we've been here uh, reno and the pcl is a very hyper offensive climate it's a very hyper offensive uh um way of way of um playing and and so i think it's it, it, you have to almost throw the numbers out as hard as it is to um to do you, you have to look at the stuff and how they execute pitches and all those guys, Nelson, Jamison, Tommy, they were executing really well. There would be home runs that they would give up that weren't home runs in the big leagues. And even, uh, I think Dre, uh, I can't, I don't know if he was on, on your show after he pitched, but um, he even said, um, you know, there were some balls that hit on last Thursday against the Padres that would have been home runs in Reno. Mm-hmm. And those those home runs can get you clipped for two or three uh, two or three runs. And I think here, 
um, it's a little bit different. I think obviously you have a little bit better defense behind you. Um, your slider breaks a little bit better. Obviously, um, the climate's different as far as where we, uh, you know, where we play. And then I, I, I can tell you that we have some of Dre Jameson is probably one of them, but some of the most uh, intense competitors between Nelson, Jameson, Henry, that group, and um, and they're they're trying to outduel each other. And I think they feed off each other. They're really close. They feed off each other, and they try to outduel each other. And I think that that really helps when you get in a big league game and you're trying to scratch out a win and get an extra inning. Those guys know what to do. That climate in Reno and the PCL, does that make it – does it work the other way and make it difficult to evaluate hitters that you're about to call up as well? Um, it makes it a little challenging, but I think it, it used to be more challenging than – in um, now that we have batted ball data, I think it probably used to be a little bit more challenging when we didn't have that information. But you could see the exit velo, the launch angles. You can kind of tell which balls are hit really well and are real home runs and which balls are just – you know, kind of would have been caught at the um, at the major league level and wouldn't have been home runs in, in a major league ballpark. So, yes and no, but it's definitely it definitely can work the other way. So, Amiel uh, Corbett Carroll, once again, I mean, this kid, I just love watching him play. He's got sixty at bats. How, how has he done, in your opinion, and how are pitchers trying to get him out? Yeah, I think um, he's done. He's done exceptionally well. He's um, you know, short of that first play that uh, the line drive that uh, the knuckled on him um, when he, when, you know, he's coming up here and playing right field. He's played, uh, he's played really good defense for us. And he goes up there, he grinds out at bats. He waits for his pitch to hit. Um, obviously, we've seen him take the extra base. He, you know, we haven't even gotten a great chance to see him steal a lot of bases, which I think we know we'll see at some point. And, and he's driving the baseball. I think pitchers are trying to get him to chase. And, um, and you know, young hitters chase because they get aggressive and they get, you know, they're in the moment. And um, and he did early, and um, I think we saw that early on. And I think he's just kind of held back a little bit. And you know, obviously we're 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 on a run. Where we're facing a lot of good pitching, and he's out there. Um, whether it's a left on left against um, Tyler Anderson or or um, or Shamanaya or uh, Blake Snell, where he's getting some of the lefties that he's never really seen in AAA. I think um, he's he's got to get some of that experience under his belt, and he's getting that at the big league level. And Torrey's done a great job of just, you know, making sure that he's, um, you know, he's staying, he's he's getting good confidence, and he's staying within his approach, and not over, uh, you know, mi- mixing those guys in really well, so that, um, you know, so that guys can have some success too. Talking to Amiel Sade, uh, Amiel, you guys have 13 games left. I know you would prefer to be 149 and 0 right now, but in general, with the young players that have come up and developed, and and just sort of the progress we have all seen this season, are there one or two things that stand out that you are very happy that you guys have been able to accomplish this season? Yeah, I think we're. I think just watching this core nucleus play together is is one of the things that we were hoping that that would happen. And in the last couple of months, we've seen that. You know, that has to happen by them performing in the minor leagues and being able to push up and perform when they get up to the big leagues. And we've been able to see that. We've been able to layer in some of the young arms that um, we weren't sure. We, you know, if we were going to have that opportunity to do that, whether it be at health or inning limits or whatever it is. And I think um, just. You know, watching the last six weeks, it's really exciting. I think, uh, you know, you guys, we've talked about this. It's, they put a lot of pressure on defenses. Even as a ground ball hits to the shortstop, you watch the shortstop having to just he – can't, he can't take an extra step or Jake McCarthy's going to beat him out. 
And, um, you know, with some of the rule changes in, in, um, in, in the coming years, I think speed is going to be a speed and athleticism are going to be a huge part of, of the game and, and defense. And I think we have a lot of that with some of our young position players and, um, you know, in our young pitching, we have a, we have a stable of arms that we were we've been excited to see that we're starting to see, and we have some more underneath them that um, that hopefully next year we'll get a chance to see. You know, on that note, right there, I I, I know this is going to be really difficult for you to answer, but what percentage of these guys, these farmers that we've seen brought brought up, what percentage do you think are going to be on the opening day roster next year? That's tough to tell. I mean, hopefully a good part of it, but um, but again, it's it's um, a lot of it depends on what they do in the off season, right? Like they have to come into camp in shape. They have to come into camp ready to compete. Nobody is just handed a spot necessarily. So I think um, you know, knowing the makeup of this group of players, um, I, I think you know there's there's going to be a large percentage percentage that pushes towards being on the opening day roster. But again, nothing's given. Tory Tory makes these decisions based on like who who comes in and who competes well and who wins a job. And so, you know, our hope is that we continue to push forward with a very young team. Uh, we have one of the youngest groups of position players in baseball, and uh, and it's starting to shift that way with some of the pitching too. So, um, you know, it's hard. It, it's exciting, but it's hard to it's hard to give you a percentage. Yeah. Um, yeah. We appreciate the time as always. Good luck against the Dodgers again today. All right. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you, buddy.